The Gary Danielson Report is brought to you uh, by York. Install confidence. Uh, he joins us now, and uh, good timing because we're talking about Michigan. And Gary, we'll start there. How are you? I'm great, and all I've right, been so sold on here, Michigan all year. All right, here you go. All right, listen, I, I thought Michigan uh, – first week I did a show and said, I think Michigan can – be the one team that's a surprise in the Final Four this year. They went out and lost to Notre Dame, felt like an idiot. Um, they've now run the table, but until last week, haven't beat anybody. Now they get to now they get to set themselves up for the big game. They got to right, beat right. Michigan State. They got to beat Penn State. Then they get two cookies in Rutgers and Indiana, and then they play the game. So the question is, with now finally having a quarterback, will uh-huh. Harbaugh? finally do what he was there, sent there to do, and that is win big games. Do you think this is the year that they're going to make a run? I do. I've thought all along they were. I, I think they've got an elite defense. Um, we talked about that first game. Notre Dame got them. Um, their offensive line wasn't ready for the blitz package inside. Uh, they, they weren't ready to uh, put the total package in with Shea Patterson. I think they've gotten better every week. I think their offensive line has really come around. Uh, Ed Warner, a name you should uh, keep your eye on. Uh, this guy, everywhere he's been, they've been able to turn the program around. He was at Kansas when Kansas was in a bowl game. He was at Ohio State. He's he, he, he just been a, a guru for offensive line play. He was co-offensive coordinator at Ohio State when they made their run with uh, Cardell Jones. I can only so, think of 30 uh, places he could get a job right now in the NFL. I well, mean, yeah, uh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sooner or later, he was a coach under Bob Sutton at Army back right. in the day, so he's been, he's been around everywhere, and he's done a good job. But the overall team is better in every area, and I think they're starting to get a swagger and – Nobody thinks it's easy to go play D'Antoni. I mean, they it's show not, up every week. Especially when they're an they underdog. Especially they're, a good under, they're good underdogs. They play sound ball. Yep. They're underdogs tomorrow. Now, the quarterback's got to show us he's ready to play in the big spot, in the big place. And let's be honest, they've, they've not been good in big games since Harbaugh's been there. They've been bad. No, so let's, no, no and, doubt. And they have back-to-back with, with Michigan State on the road, then home against Penn State, one at a time, this one. This is not vintage Michigan State. They've lost a couple of bad games this year. Correct. Uh, now, uh, but they won a big game last week, again as an underdog. They're, they're a dangerous team. D'Antoni will have them ready. I never take Michigan State for granted. They are a dangerous team. Uh, so, But you think the quarterback's ready for this game tomorrow? I think he has to be. He has SEC experience. He's played uh, big games uh, in the past. Uh, he's got a, has a, a lot of uh, experience now with this uh, Michigan program. It looks like they're opening, opening up the offense. He's now carrying the ball in the zone read. He's got a live arm. Uh, this is the reason they brought him in. Uh, I think every area on that team is playing better. Their, uh, their defense has probably been there all season. Uh, listen, they playing Notre Dame at Notre Dame that first game. Well, they lost the quality. I didn't like that they happened. got manhandled in that game. But though. They, I, but I, I didn't more, like that. It was more than manhandled. It was confusion. I didn't think they got whipped. I think they got a, a defensive blitz package, especially inside that they just weren't ready for. Um, and and it happens sometimes. I saw confusion. Guys pointing to different guys, not blocking the right people. But I think this offensive line for Michigan is uh, as good as it's going to get. Okay. And if Antonio can beat this team, 
more power to them. Yep. I, I, I listen, this, this is a game. They, this this at, would be a crushing defeat for Harbaugh if he lost this game absolutely. tomorrow. Absolutely, and I think they'll beat Penn State. I really do. Um, Penn State is one-dimensional. It's Trace McSorley. He either carries the ball or he throws the ball. It's and I all think him. I totally him. agree. I, I, I totally think this agree. is the game. I, and I'll tell you this. If they are not – if they don't – if they're not 10-1 and one on the 24th and we're on the day before talking about that game, I'm going to be very disappointed because I've been looking forward to that all year, and I want that game on the 24th against Ohio State. So, And them 10-1, and because I've been waiting for him to beat Ohio State for years now, and, it, and it's now and never for him to beat well, Ohio State. I, you know? I mean, in his, his defense, I don't – believe he was as good as Ohio State in his past teams. Um, and, and Harbaugh, he doesn't need me to defend him. And I also think they beat him one time and it was a bad call. So just my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. You're right. It was a bad call. All right. Now, all right. the other game tomorrow, and this is a long shot, but you got to give him a long shot because they've played him well the last two years, and that's NC State. Two years ago, they yeah. had him beat. They missed the field goal. They lost in overtime. Last year, they were beating him in the fourth quarter. Uh, now they go to Death Valley. Uh, we know how good Clemson's running it. We know how deep they are there. We know about their defense. But NC State's got a quarterback, and twice this year Clemson's had trouble with quarterbacks. So can, do you give NC State undefeated tomorrow in in the Valley? Do they get a chance against Clemson tomorrow? I, I think they've got a chance. Dave Dorn has done a good job of building this program, not as a flash program, but it's a sound fundamental program. He's taken his Wisconsin roots. Uh, and he's brought him to NC State. He was highly sought after. Could have had the Tennessee job if he wanted right. it. Right. Um, and, and he decided to stay. And Ryan Finley, he's got a veteran quarterback. Hey, a lot of people uh, think he's a pro quarterback, too. Oh, he'll be a pro. I don't know if he's a first-round pick, but it'll be, he'll get an opportunity to play. And, you know, as a former non-first-round pick, guys can make the league Absolutely. if they're, they're not first-round picks. So um, I, I, I don't think it will happen. Uh, I, I'm going to take Clemson. I, I think they're going to uh, go into the uh, playoffs undefeated, but I do think this is going to be a quality win, and that NC State is not just a, a finesse passing team. They play good, sound defense, and they've, been, they've built this program the right way. But uh, if if Clemson wins tomorrow, they don't have another loss on the schedule. They, I don't think so. No, because they're going to kill Florida State with their with their line play. Because uh, Florida State can't handle any team that can rush the quarterback. They just can't. So I, I can't see that happening. So this is tomorrow. And again, let's be honest. I mean, they're eighteen point underdogs tomorrow. So I mean, it's not like I, they're supposed I, to win. But they played them twice last two I years. They played think, them really close both years. I, I still I, I agree with all of that. They're, they're, I don't think. NC State is quite as good as they were without, you know, they lost Chubb, their yep. good re, uh, pass rusher. I don't yep. think they're quite as good as they were, but I, I still think they're a quality. They didn't have to play. Who did they, what game did this? West Virginia? Did, or somebody, they lost a the game with the Hurricane. Uh, so so that, you know, was one quality game right. they didn't have to play. So right. um, I, 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 I'm going to think. Yeah, Clemson, West Virginia game was be, canceled. Yes, yeah, so far. Yeah, yes, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So, um you know, there, I still have been, I've been saying this for three weeks. Uh, no, it's a little bit different with only one quarterback and him being a true freshman, Trevor Lawrence. Right. I, I do think but they their could running game is scary game. now. Their running, their game, running crazy. game has come on. That is oh, crazy. And, I, and I, I think they've been woke up with, with how close that, you know, they, they got to losing a football game. I still think they have the best odds, and that's tough to say because I'm going to be doing the Alabama game. Yep. I don't think they're the best team, but I still think they have the best path 
to make it into the playoffs. All right. Third Saturday means Alabama, Tennessee to anybody yeah. who's, who's from the South. So, uh, but 11 straight Hasn't years. Hasn't been much lately. 11 straight years, lately. Alabama. Yes. He's 14 straight against his assistants. He's got another assistant <clears throat> tomorrow. Right. So we know that. Guy knows their defense well. He's defensive coach there. We know that, but he kills all his assistants except for Kirby. Uh, so the bottom line is we know Tennessee deserves to be a huge underdog. Uh Tennessee's not a very good team this year. They're a 500 team. They're in the bottom of the league defensively. So any reason to think that – so we know they're going to lose. But here's the point. Can anybody <laughs> slow this quarterback down? The guy's got 23 touchdowns, no picks. He, I know. He's playing on a different level as a quarterback. Well, it, it's almost incredible to see what he's doing. I don't uh, – you know, he's, he's, he has to play one more year, and it's a topic – Obviously, that's in the headlines now with Nick Boza decided that he's not going to come right. back. A lot, a lot of guys be, think he can challenge and leave, but I don't know if he'll do that. I don't sense that he'll do that. You know. Well, but, it's an interesting topic. Yeah, a lot of people think he can. A lot of people think he could do it if he wants to do it. They think he can walk I mean, and do I'm it. I'm just going to yeah. run. I mean, you're, you're you talk all sports. I mean, yep. the two uh, National League Rookie of the Years were both under 20. Yep. Uh, Bryce Harper played baseball under 20. Griffey yep. did. Justin yep. Rose in golf. Sergio. Yep. Bobby Orr. Gretzky. I mean, John McEnroe. One hey, he should be allowed to come out. That's if he, what I said. He should be That's the if he I wants said. to. I'll tell you right now, if he files a lawsuit, he'll be out. They won't. They won't challenge the well, lawsuit. Well, he might have to fight it for a year, but it, but it is an interesting. It is an interesting. Absolutely, topic. And it is the, an interesting and, topic, it's, and he'd be the first player picked. Absolutely, and and right now, since you can't make any more money because of the salary uh, slotting. He's already got twenty million guaranteed. What's he going to go? Go from seventy-two percent to seventy-five percent? Right. He's not. He's not playing from, for anything. He's not playing for anything financially. He's playing for history. He, yeah. All he can do is you get know hurt. Uh, get hurt. Get, get hurt financially. Yeah. Now he can yes. get be a better player. I get that. No, but he could get hurt physically too. He could get. Yeah. Hurt. Uh, yeah. Here's the yeah. thing about Tennessee. I don't know if anybody can give him a game. Nobody has given Alabama a game. Nope. Uh, nobody has really stressed this team at all. Nobody knows if their kicking game and punting game uh, can hold up under pressure. They have not been able to stop the run like former Alabama teams, but. You know, those stats can be misleading because they've been so far ahead. They've been playing their backups in a lot of these games and probably disinterested. Well, let me ask you I don't way. know if there – one more fact. I don't know if there are one or two players for Tennessee that could start for Alabama. That's that's all you have to say. Let's be honest. They're twenty eight point favorites. They deserve to be. Uh, they're, they're 28 point favorites now every week. They're right now – I think on a neutral field, at minimum ten points better than any team in the country. Now, well, the, we will see because LSU is going to give them a game. Well, they, I don't uh, think they can uh, score on them. That's the only thing. But let's wait to get there. Here's the thing, though. Yep. What team? What team would you pick right now? Gun to your head for your life. Would you put against them in a national title game? Oh, that I, I you need to be within ten points of them. What yeah. matchup do you like the best? And, th- and maybe it changes by January, but right now, no, I, what team would you think? It's, you think it's Ohio State? Yeah, it's, there's no doubt. I mean, if you look at the talent on the field, I mean, it does hurt that Nick Bose is not going to play, okay? But they, they still are loaded everywhere. They can throw the ball. They've got a quarterback. They can stress Alabama. I, 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 I would have said Clemson if they had both quarterbacks. I also think Georgia's not going to go away. They just they had – 
they, they weren't ready to play. They made a lot of mistakes, uh, and uh, I, I don't think they're going to go away uh, in this league. I think LSU can play with them on a, in a, on a neutral field. You might be right. Don't know if they can score enough. But if you had to give me the one team, I, I, I think it's pretty easy. Ohio State is the team. If they show up and play, they can play with them. Here's the one thing I wish. I wish the Ohio State quarterback could run. He can't run at all. Well, either could Cardell Jones, and he beat him. I just wish he could get a little bit to the edge, this guy, and he really just he's you know he's he can't even get it. He doesn't even I'd, get. I'd he doesn't think, even convert third and ones. This guy. I'd take a passer over a thrower if I even when Cam uh, Cam beat him in the uh, Iron Bowl in 2010. It was 24 nothing in the first half or 24 three something like that when Cam was trying to run Gus's offense, the running quarterback offense. He beat him in the second half throwing the ball. Yeah, you cannot beat Alabama without throwing the football. Oh, you got to throw Nobody, it too. I, I totally gotta agree. Throw yes. You got to be able to throw it. Mobility is great. Mobility is great, but mobility is the second phase of it. You know, Deshaun Watson, he beat him with his legs, but his arm, those legs were carrying an awful gifted arm. No, his, listen, he beat him with both, and he still threw for 400 yards in the game. So I, 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 I Absolutely. So, But they are playing. The question is this. Is their defense catching up now to their offense to where they're going to be a dual threat, or is their defense leaky this year? Alabama are you talking about? Yeah, Alabama. They're, they're not as good as they've been in the past. I don't think that, they are either, but they don't mean, have to be. But they don't have to No, be. they're not as good as they were in t- 2016. That was a freak defense, okay? Uh, right. They're, this is a different team, though. They're not playing to their defense. They're not protecting their defense. My first interview I did with you, I asked the question – could Nick Saban look out at that field and be happy with an offense that scores 42 points and exposes his defense a bit? The answer is yes. He can do it, and he's coached that way, and this team might be his best team without being his best defense. He has his best player. and Yes, he has his best. I he wonder has, how he uh, thinks about a best player, though. I, I don't know if he's comfortable well, with a best player. I think, I think we've seen it. He's allowed him to do it. I mean, he's changed his – I mean, here's a guy who has great success with his formula, and Tua has been so good. And, by the way, his three receivers, Smith, Jude, and Oh, forget it. Forget it. They're they're NFL ready now. Absolutely. And there's nobody in college football that can cover this Here's the point, and we're talking with Gary Danson. Here's the point. Other coaches, and I could give you names – would have let this kid throw six and seven touchdown passes in a game. Saban doesn't let well, him do that. I don't, I don't know, and I don't think he should. I mean, he's been uh, – I had a coach tell me that if it – and you're right. Your, your assessment is right. If uh, other coaches could have put 100 on the board in two conference games if they wanted to, and he decided not to, 100 no points. No question. And these are, these are coaches in this league. That said this. He hasn't played in the fourth quarter in almost Not a game. snap. Right. Not a so, snap. And, they, and that's what I think. I mean, right. that's going to be my theme tomorrow. When you, when, when, if you're, you hear the game, you hear the open. That is really what Tennessee has to think about here. Tennessee has to think about, can we make it a game? Right. People, the game has been over in the first quarter of these games. If Tennessee can guess, how about forcing a punt in the first quarter? I don't think they should think about the summit. I don't think they should think about winning this game. I think, can they get the base camp one 
meaning can we get out of the first quarter with our crowd still enjoying the football game? And talking about this, uh, one other thing, and this to me plays to, you know, because college football is about history. It's tradition. That's what it's about. Nebraska, 10 straight losses. Now, I, know. I grew up in Nebraska. I know I was. The, I got there when Tom Osborne was just getting there. I right. went through the Osborne Switzer years. I went through Osborne when, if he lost two games, they wanted to run him out of out of town. He never lost more than three games in a season in his life. They've, yeah. they've had three hundred sixty-four straight sellouts. They've now lost ten straight games. Now yeah, I, know I, I don't just know. Just got there, but. Can you imagine a Nebraska that has lost 10 games in a row and is 0-6 as they host Minnesota tomorrow? 0-6? No. no, and I can't. You know, the way they lost last week was had to be shocking, too. Um, the game has changed. That Big 8 conference, they bullied everybody around. They had 100 scholar, not scholarships, but uh, walk-on scholarships, and they, they just came at you in waves running the ball and that option offense they ran and pulling and trapping offense no one was going to they only had to play two games a year where they had a right, chance but of even when they even when he lost those games and then he went up and got the don james defense and played yeah. with the black shirts he still dominated in the 90s with that group and they were even better and even threw the ball a little bit in those days and it got a little more modern you know i wonder if i wonder if someone can win there again that's the question i'm bringing up I can somebody can. win there again they're still a brand. Here's the interesting part, and I think your caller was just before I got out. I didn't yes. hear the whole thing. Yeah. Should the Big Ten realign? Yeah, he was upset um, about it because he's a Michigan guy. He's upset about that. Yeah, yes. well, the, the question is, can Nebraska become Nebraska? If they can't get become Nebraska in the Big Ten West, I, I don't know what to say. They have no chance because Do you think those Frost, teams, can, they, Frost is like a god there. Do you think Frost can get that program back because of who he is in Nebraska? If he can't, who can? I, that's a good question. That's a good. I mean, Osborne already said that if it wasn't for Frost, they would have lost the streak of 364 straight sellouts. It would have been over because the people right. would have stopped coming already, and they haven't stopped coming because of him. But they've lost ten games in a row, and teams I am not. I, I, I will say this, and and you can, if I'm still doing this a couple of years, and, and if you're still doing this yeah. in a couple of years, and if I'm wrong, I do not love the style of play that Scott has brought to Nebraska. I don't believe in it for them. They get big bodies. I, I For him going with this spread attack and finessing it, I, it's not the style of play I would have hired to, to – I would think they was a better fit for them to go with the – even what Oregon is doing under Mike – under Cristobal, their new coach, they've gone bigger. They're um, manhandling people at the line of scrimmage. Um, I, I just – personally don't think it's a great fit for Nebraska for the type of players they get. Uh, I think they should look more like Wisconsin, Stanford, and now even Oregon, Utah. But I've been wrong before, so maybe I'm wrong here. How good is the Oregon quarterback? You know, I haven't really seen him, to be honest. But uh, if, uh, you know, his size is great, his stats look great. I, I've only seen highlights of him, so I, I, I can't answer that. Uh, and it would be interesting if Tua was coming out this year which guy would people who, not even close? Which, who'd not be the even, hot one? Not even close. This guy I, I, is I agree this guy's better than Steve Young, and that's a lot. He's and well, Steve Young's a Hall of Famer. This guy's better than Steve Young. Well, he's playing with the best. He's like playing for uh, you know the the best 
Catholic school in the city. I mean, he's got a lot of good players around him. So he does, that, but he's got he's got all world talent. And what he did in that game last year was unbelievable. Well, I give you that. He and he's a bad bomber too. He has no conscience the way. He no, no, the ball. he's got and he's got an incredible. I mean, he's just a great player. I, you could just tell. Yeah, he brought. I mean, he's he's just the real deal. I think he's going to be an unbelievable pro. If you if I were an NFL team, I'd, I'd take a I'd take him right now and lock him up if I could and, and throw away the key. That's how good he is. I think it, it's an interesting topic. What if he wins the national championship this year and hey, goes through it? And he's going he to. Do? He's going to. He's going to win the national championship. I mean, most likely. I mean, he is. And this could be something that's discussed this year. You brought up a good point. It could absolutely happen. This could finally be. And if people don't realize, you cannot come in the draft until you've been in college three years, a redshirt sophomore or a third-year junior. You're not allowed in the draft. Uh, but well, he could told- also he could also do the, the Nick Boza path and say, you know what, I'm going to sue the league. Yep. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to I'm going to work out and get yep. better prepared. Absolutely. And if they don't let me in this year, I'm not dropping the lawsuit. I'm going to, you know, there's always going to be another Tua behind and, me. And, so and, I, he's, and he's not going to lose. And everyone has always said anyone who tries the lawsuit's going to win. The question is, do you want to go through with it and stick with it? Because you're not going to lose the lawsuit. There's no way you're going to lose well, it. Well, it would be a really interesting. What would they do? Keep them out of the league? That would that, that it would serve no purpose. It would serve yeah. no purpose. That's it. Just like you see now, the one and done's going to be over with this new thing you saw yesterday they're going to give these players a hundred well, here's, here's the they're reason trying I'm to for clean it. up the corruption they're trying to clean up the corruption is yeah. what they're trying to here's do here's the reason i'm for it, it for these elite players it also answers the question once and for all that we don't have to get into the kind of the mud of paying college players because right. as it is now you're forcing guys to play and they don't share in the all the millions of dollars but if there was a path to the nfl and you choose to stay then you choose to sacrifice. You're making yourself a better player. I think that'd be a, a little better to swallow for everybody who follows our great college football plus, game. That plus, hey, Gary, you if know you're this. here, quit complaining. If you want the money, go play in the NFL. And you know this too. These guys are getting forced to play for a year. They are being taken care of. They're get. They're getting. Uh, insurance policies against injury. They've been dealing with agents since they were, you know, sophomores in high school. They have people who were trying to buy them every day of their lives. I mean, so the bottom line is those special guys we're talking about now can take 150000 for the one year and probably sneak a money on top of that. And you know what? They can feed their families. They can start their professional lives. And it doesn't have to act like this is a, you know, like the, the sham that it is. It ends that yeah. whole thing for a guy who doesn't belong in college. Yeah, I don't know about the, the major, the, the paying the guys. I, I don't follow that stuff. But all I say is it, it isn't about feeding your family. It's about starting your clock as a pro like every that, other sport. Or, or, you you know, know, some of these kids are poor. But here you got thing right now. you got guys testifying yesterday in court that these coaches are calling up, you know, sneaker companies and telling them to pay these guys. <laughs> well, glad I do football. I don't know about <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Take care. All right, you got uh, it. Thanks. And obviously you saw that yesterday. I mean, it's not college basketball season yet, but you saw. Now, they got to prove that the guy – in the trials, telling the truth. Did he accuse guys of doing that? Yes, he did. You know, read the testimony. Clearly did. And what we're talking about is the league, they'd have a, the developmental league would pay certain guys up to $150,000 a year for the first year to play there rather than be the one and done player. They didn't have to choose college. 
make it that there is no one and done in college. Where if you go there, you make a couple of year commitment if you sign a scholarship. But if you don't sign a scholarship, you can be eligible for this money where you can get up to $150,000 a year to play in this developmental league. And no one's making you act like you're a college student when you don't want to be. You can just go about your business and play. Because let's be honest, you got a kid now in Alabama who is a phenom. He is not eligible for the draft by rule. He's ready to play in the pros next year. He'd be the first player picked. He has nothing left to prove in college after this year. Plus, he can't make any more money in his first contract in the pros. So he's going back to college, and the only thing he can really do is hurt himself. I could say he could get a little better, but let's be honest. He'd be much better if he was working with a pro team that year, developing himself. Instead, he could get hurt. And if he gets hurt, he could set his whole career back. He could get a knee and be out five years. You never know. So the bottom line is, does this guy, does he challenge? Does he sit out and sue? Does he go that route when he's not even playing the fourth quarter of games this year? We'll have to wait and see. Back after this.